Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. It's time for Hoops Talk with Will Purdue, sponsored by Calamos Investments. Will, people in Chicago were actually holding out hope that somehow we would get lucky and we'd get the big French guy to play for the team. That's not going to happen. Unfortunately. Did he already hang up on himself? (laughs) Chicago. I mean, the Bears got the first pick. The Blackhawks got the first pick. I know it was only about a 1% chance of it happening, but it's happened before with Derrick Rose. Yeah. But not this year. And this guy is only 18 years old. Is he going to be able to, I mean, is he going to be a phenom the minute he sets foot on a court? Well, those that I do trust, and I've watched this guy play a couple times, never in person, though, but those that I do trust, you know, I haven't all say that he is. I have not, and I've done a little research, I really have not seen an individual step up and say, nope, this kid is not as good as advertised. Everybody that I've talked to, everybody, and I was actually over at uh, the Peninsula Hotel today uh, having lunch with uh, my former agent, Arn Kellum, who's now uh, helping run the Detroit Pistons. But the reason why I brought that up is I ran into some agents, coaches, general managers. Everybody seems to think that this kid is going to be a phenom, not just a superstar, but a phenom in this league, and they say it's going to not it's not going to take long. I mean, you talked about over seven feet tall, but has an eight foot wingspan. Oh my! I thought your wingspan so, was only supposed to be as tall as you are. That's freakishly that is, long arms. Well, you you're according to what I've now. My arms are a little longer, and that's why I have to get all my shirts made. But. Um, I'm seven feet tall. I think my wingspan's like seven two, so it's not like a significant difference. But I think he's what seven six, and his wingspan is eight inches. That's a, that's a six inch difference. Yeah. But think about you know just and there's those photos of him actually dunking, finishing a dunk, and it looks like that his toes are still on the ground because of his height and his the length of his arms. Well, it is pretty incredible the way the game is played. Where if you were that tall. Uh, coming into the NBA, let's say 20 years ago, you were a center, right? Like for the most part. And there was a handful of players, Hakeem Olajuwon could put the ball on the court, things like that. But, I mean, you look at what guys can do and the size they have and the dribbling skills, the shooting skills. The height just doesn't – they don't just label you anymore as a center or a big man. This is a guy who can put the ball on the court and do a lot of things that traditional guards can do. Oh, absolutely. It's just the the, the game has changed the athleticism of how these players play the game and what they can do at such a young age. You know, you're exactly right. I'll tell you a quick story. When I finished playing, I was working with ESPN Radio covering the NBA, the finals, and I was doing an interview with Dirk Nowitzki from the Dallas Mavericks the year they won the championship. And as he got up to shake my hand and leave, I stood up and I was like, wait a minute, this guy's taller than me. But when you look at the the uh, roster, it says Dirk Nowitzki, 6'11". I said, dude, why do you only label yourself as 6'11"? 
because he, he looked me straight in the eye and he goes, if I told everybody how tall I really was, they tried to put me in the post and label me as a center. I'm not a center. <laughs> should, should the heights be more accurate than you could just choose whatever you want to be? <laughs> That's kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, well, also think about this, Lisa. They used to label guys' heights with their shoes on. Because you're like, well, that's what I, that's how I play. Mm. I play at that height, so that's what my height is. Now they label guys barefooted when they measure them, and that's their official height. Did the uh, did was the combine ongoing when you were playing, Will? Because that's that's going on in Chicago right now. I'm sure that's why you were running into a whole bunch of agents and whatnot. But yep. what was the combine now compared to when you were coming into the league? Um, I actually did not go. Ah, oh, we lost him. <laughs> you can tell he's still, he's probably just standing outside of the peninsula talking to us right now. But all the big wigs are in town right now, right, Kevin? Yeah, over at Wintrust Arena today and tomorrow. This is where, and Will was talking about the measurements and all of that. This is where it goes down. The NFL is, it's a it's a big, big thing, the, the scouting combine, which is held in Indianapolis. But uh, it is here in Chicago. So some of the game's top prospects are all at Wintrust Arena and all of the basketball world. The lottery was last night at McCormick. Um, and then the, you know, they kind of work them out. They have scrimmages. This is a chance for coaches and scouts and everybody to get a real up close look at some of the players that uh, will be drafted uh, or who will be signed as as undrafted free agents. So yes, this this week has been kind of the the capital of the the basketball world outside of the playoffs. And you're in the center of it, aren't you, Will? Yes, I. Well, I the peninsula is the power hotel. Um, not trying to name drop, but just. Uh, Saw Tom Thibodeau talk to him for a minute. Uh, general managers from the Pistons, from the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know, they're all at the hotel talking. It's uh, you know, it's the the highest form of networking you can find at this moment because they're all here seeing what a lot of us know are the talented guys, but they're all trying to find the diamond in the rough, that second round pick that can have the immediate impact. Well, since the Bulls season has ended, we've all kind of been able to take a breath and try to kind of forecast what this offseason might look like for the Bulls. Where we are right now, mid-May, what are you kind of guessing this offseason does look like for the Bulls, whether it's additions, trades, subtractions um, with this Bulls roster? Where are you at right now with this team? Well, I think first and foremost that they got some work on their hands because unfortunately at the moment they don't have a a draft pick. They don't have a first-round pick nor a second-round pick. Now, I would keep an eye on Portland's later first-round pick. I think it was 23 because they have more than one. They have a lottery pick, but they also have another first-round pick, and it was in the 20s. There's a possibility that the Bulls could convince or manhandle something with the Portland Trailblazers to get that pick from them that's owed to them at some point. All right? And that that could happen. So that could be very beneficial. But they've got to do something in free agency. They've got to do something with signing trades. You know, I ran into uh, Rutovich's agent at the hotel. I know that he wants to come back. That's totally up to, you know, the Bulls and, and uh, Arturis Karnasovas and whether they're going to re-sign him or not to, you know, what both sides consider – a win-win situation when it comes to the, you know, the contract. So it'll be interesting to see where this team ends up. I, I wish I could give you some kind of answer. Thank you. Actually getting out of my Uber now. I wish I could give you some kind of answer on to what you expect, because I really don't think anybody knows. If you want me to predict, 
I'm going to say that Kobe Bryant is back. Io is not. How and why I know that or want to make that prediction, I'm not really sure, but just from looking at it from a basketball perspective. I, I just said to Kevin, did he just say Kobe, Kobe Bryant? Kobe White uh, guard <laughs> for the Chicago Bulls. That's a little slip. Um, but, uh, who are you liking in these finals tonight real quick, Will? Uh, Jimmy and the Heat taking on Boston tonight, Game 1. Celtics heavily favored in this series. Well, I, I, I like the Celtics. I would not be surprised, and quite honestly, you know, because the the Celtics are still trying to recover from that seven-game series against Philly, I would not be surprised to see you know, Miami step up and win game one. But I just think that Boston is the more talented team. They haven't impressed you by any means, but they continue to find ways to win. But, Kev, before we go, I need to find out what's going on. Obviously, I've done this all wrong. The reason why you weren't on the air the last two weeks is you actually went on your honeymoon before the wedding? Uh, it, was it, she not convinced? No. What's going on here? <laughs> it's just the way it worked out scheduling. Uh, Steve Bertrand, that you, you know, our longtime news anchor here, uh, called me back in September and said, hey, do you want to go to Italy in May? And we said, yes, we would love to go to Italy in May. So that was not our initial plan, Will. It just kind of worked out this way. So it was a so ton of fun. Steve was the third wheel? You had a, you had a party <laughs> of three Steve, on your Steve has his own travel company, and he sent me on one of his trips and Steve is there right now in Rome enjoying a delicious Italian meal. Lisa, I, I uh, here there we are in Chicago. Problem. Yeah, I, I was about to say there seems to be a problem with that sentence. Yeah. You and I are in Chicago. We didn't. Yeah. We weren't in Rome. But I, I will say this: I'll see if Kevin or Steve steps up like you did because I do want to say thank you so much. My wife and I watched air over the weekend. Yes. And we also enjoyed a nice meal because of Uber Eats, because of your hospitality to extend one to us. And my wife wanted to make sure that I said on the air, thank you so much. It made for an enjoyable Sunday evening. Fantastic. Now, I've only got 30 seconds left. On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate the movie Air? Uh, Eight and a half. I really enjoyed it. I actually know a lot of the real people in that movie so it kind of brought back some memories not necessarily of that aspect of just but just who those individuals are i'm glad to hear that because i really liked it too but i didn't know what an insider would think of it all right we love you have fun uh get somebody to spring for lunch at the peninsula for you uh i did but uh for and, and part of the movie at the very end when you're reading all the written stuff i would love to have 400 million a year as passive income like michael jordan does passive (laughs) income oh my gosh all right thanks will enjoy will purdue former chicago bull analyst for nbc sports chicago lauren has your news next on 720 wgn